Grace to you and peace from God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Have you ever had one of those times whenever one memory sparks another memory, sparks another memory, and on and on it goes, on and on down the line? The text we have for this morning is one of those texts that does that to me. Every time I read the gospel lesson that we had, I go down memory lane. On and on she goes. Last year, actually, we had a service right after Christmas, and for one of the sermonettes, I actually brought up this text. And the reason I brought up this text is because every year at confirmation, with the confirmands, I bring up this text. We have to look it up. We have to evaluate it. We have to read it. I always use this text. And part of the reason I do that is because way back when, now I was older than the confirmands, I was around high school, I was in that weird stage of life, I wore sometimes darker clothing, I drew pictures all over the dust covers from my high school books, and for whatever reason I actually liked zombie movies. Now I don't really like zombies right now, never a big fan except for this one weird stage of my life, but I also went to a Bible study on Mondays. Monday evenings at church, it was led by my pastor and a bivocational pastor. That is, a pastor who didn't necessarily have a church he worked at all week. He actually worked in the technology sector most of the time. But on the weekends, he would help out at churches that he was called to to work at temporarily. He was bivocational. And I thought he was cool. See, pastors aren't cool. I'm not cool But he was cool because he worked in the technological sector and he actually understood technology to a certain level. And so therefore, I thought he was cool. Pastor DeBerkey was his name. And he taught us the liturgy, right? That's what most high school kids are are into these days, the liturgy. But that's what he did. He walked us through the liturgy and most of it was very informational. Most of it was very, very informational. Until we got to this section. Once we got to this, and and you probably probably understand it, right? Especially if you've ever gone through like the old TLH, the red hymnal. Now lettest thou thy servant depart in heavenly peace. Ring it in your ears. You remember it. You're thinking, wow, we say that all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And up until that point in my life, up until that weird, strange, odd part of my life, I had always looked at that song as the see you later song. And you guys know what I'm talking about. You go through the whole service, and then you have that song. Let us thou thy servants depart in peace. You say the benediction, you have the closing song, see you later, you're out the door. That was the way I viewed that song. But that Bible class changed it. It changed the way I viewed that song. It changed the way, in a lot of ways, the way I viewed a lot of things. Because Pastor DeBerkey made us look the verse up in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. He made us pay attention to Simeon. You see, Simeon had been given this knowledge. He was going to see the Lord's Christ, the Lord's Messiah, the Lord's anointed one. The one that had been prophesied all the way back in Genesis 3. The one that all of human history had been directing and pointing to. He was going to see him before he died. 
And Simeon waited. And he waited. And then on that day, when Joseph and Mary bring Jesus into the temple, Simeon sees Christ. He sees the Lord's Christ. And what does he say? He does not say, well, it's been a good run here at the temple. I'm about to go now. I can finally leave the temple. No, he doesn't say that. He's not saying he's leaving a church service. He's not saying he's leaving the synagogue. He's saying, Lord, I've seen your glory. You can kill me now. I know that sounds a little harsh, but that, that is what Simeon is saying. He is saying, Lord, you have fulfilled your promises. You have given me the sight by which you have promised. I have seen your glory. And so if I were to die now, that would be okay. Years and years ago, when our ancient forefathers put together our liturgy. Now, when I say that, I'm not thinking about like the, the 1800s. I'm talking like about 17, 1800 years ago when they were structuring some of the liturgy that we sing to this day in our churches. They took Song of Simeon and they placed it in a very specific place and they did it on purpose. You'll notice we won't sing that song today. It's not a part of our service. But next week, next week it will be because we'll have Holy Communion. When we have Holy Communion, we see Christ's true body and blood given and shed for you. The real presence of Christ Jesus, that He is in with and under the bread and the wine, that He is there. That when we approach the altar, we see, we smell, we taste the very salvation which our God gives to us so freely through Jesus Christ. We see, in essence, the very glory of the Lord given to us through bread and through wine. His true body and blood. How? We don't know. But it is. For Christ says, this is my body, this is my blood. In the ancient church, directly after Holy Communion, we stand, we sing, but what to sing? We sing the very words of Simeon. Lord, I have seen your glory. I'm ready. If you were to kill me now, it would be okay. We speak the very words of Simeon. And that's our confession. That's our statement. We say the words of Simeon because we're ready. See, that was a theme last night. Last night as we prepared for the new year, we said, are we ready? And so when we receive Holy Communion, that's what we say. We say, Lord, we are ready. We have received your true body and blood. We have received the forgiveness given to us through your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. We have received it. We're ready. And so we stand in faith. We stand in faith knowing that our Lord was victorious, that He rose on the third day, that He ascended into heaven, that He was victorious, that our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, 
has won and given to us so freely that forgiveness that there's no way we could do upon ourselves, that there's no way we could do or accomplish on our own. Yes, we are sinners. We fall short. But yet we still get to speak the words of Simeon. We still, as Simeon did, say, Lord, let your servant depart in peace. Not because we're leaving church, but because our Lord has made us ready. And our Lord is still making us ready. We may not sing that song today, but we are still gathered here around his word, around his promises. And we still know that our Lord has done all of this for us. We stand forgiven through Jesus Christ. In his name, amen. And now may the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. At this time, let us now stand as we confess our confidence.